0: Welcome to Tooth Faced, the podcast, the other side of dentistry. There are two sides to our great profession. On one side, we have financial independence and personal fulfillment. On the other side, we have financial hardship, depression, and burnout. Why do some dentists thrive in this profession and others struggle to get out of bed in the morning? That is exactly what we are trying to find out. We don't claim to have all the answers, but we talk to some really smart people that can give you some insights on how to thrive in dentistry and life. Thank you for listening. And now for our hosts, Dr. Jessica Gall and Dr. Vincent Buscemi.
1: Welcome to the Tooth Face Podcast, the best podcast you're subscribed to. I'm always timid or hesitant to promote myself in any aspects of life. But this podcast is so good, I have to promote it. So subscribe on YouTube, follow me on Instagram, follow us on Spotify. I don't, if that's a thing, I'm not sure if you can follow on Spotify. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your mom. Everybody you know, dentist or not, should be listening to this podcast. I just recently signed up for LinkedIn to promote the podcast. And I have to say, of all the social media out there, LinkedIn is is probably the worst social media there is. So when I was an undergrad, I interviewed at University of Pennsylvania for dental school. I did not get in; and I got waitlisted. But if you don't know, University of Pennsylvania is an Ivy League school. And everybody at the interview was kind of annoying. They all had like seven years of research. They all had like 8.2 GPAs. They all came from wealthy families. They all... That's all they talked about was their own accomplishments. I feel like LinkedIn is the same way. Everybody is just posting their raise, their promotion, their new business, their new startup. I feel like there's no jokes on LinkedIn, and I don't like it. So if you're on LinkedIn, follow me on Toothpaste Podcast. No, it's actually, it's my email. It's my username. is Vincent Buscemi. So I've been doing one meal a day for the past month, and it's been pretty good. I will say between 3 and 4 p.m., I'm having difficulty getting through the day because I'm hungry that time, and right now it's 3.52. So I'm going to do my best to record this podcast while I've been fasting for about 20 hours. Today I want to talk about the difficulty in helping people, or the difficulty in the service industry. I have my Invisalign trades in now, so if I'm lesbian you have to deal with it. So I think the crux of the problem or the hardest part about helping people and retaining them as patients or retaining them as clients is knowing where you need to bring, we'll just say the word patient, knowing where you need to bring the patient without harming their ego and still getting them to like you enough and trust you to take them there. So here's an example. And this happens to every dentist. Patient comes into you for a second opinion. They were diagnosed, treatment planned for five crowns by a previous dentist. They come to you and they say, I don't want these five crowns. I want you to take a second look. And you take a second look And, you know, they kind of need five crowns. Maybe two of those crowns can be put off for six months. So what do you tell the patient? Because you want to keep them. You want to treat them. You tell the patient, hey, I'm a conservative dentist. (laughs) I say that all the time, and what a stupid thing to say. I'm a conservative dentist. Let's do three crowns now, and let's get you back on a program and let's reevaluate in six months. And then maybe at the six month mark, we'll do the other two crowns. So basically what you're telling the patient is, yeah, you need five crowns, but I really wanna keep you as a patient. So let's do three crowns now and two crowns later. And for some reason, that gets the patient every time. It's hard. it's hard to bring people where you know they need to go because they have to trust you. But me included, everybody has a fragile ego. So you balance, you play that game between how do I tell them what their problem is, but also get them to like me enough or trust me enough that I can take them to the solution. Cause not everybody who brings a problem to you is ready to hear the solution. And that's, A very difficult part. I was talking to a friend of mine who's a therapist, and he mentioned one of the hardest parts in therapy is giving people the hard truth. And dentistry is very similar. And he finds that sometimes when the truth is too hard to handle, but something that they need to hear, patients don't come back because they're offended or they're hurt by what you have to say. A good example of this, or a personal story I can tell you is when I was in dental school, I really struggled the first two years academically to compete with the other kids in my class. I maintained a 3.3 GPA, which is a B plus, but it put me in the bottom 10% of my class. And it really, really bothered me. In undergrad, I was 39 top of the class, and I really tied my identity to being really smart. I'm not, but that's why I tied my identity to. And when I got to University of Michigan, it was really apparent I'm now a small fish in a really big sea. Is that the quote where like you're a big fish in a small sea? Maybe I was a medium-sized fish in a big sea. Anyway, it was so upsetting I actually went to talk to a counselor or a therapist about feeling stupid. And I walk in there and he asked me what's wrong. And I said, I feel really stupid that I'm at the bottom of my class when I work really hard when in undergrad I was at the top of my class because I worked really hard. And he said to me, do you think it's possible that there are people in your class that are just smarter than you. And now, 12 years later, 10 years later, he's right. There's just people that are going to be smarter than you or even harder working. But when I heard that at 23 years old, it like broke my heart. And I never went back to that therapist. I said, this guy's an idiot. But it was a hard truth I needed to hear. So I think the struggle that dentists have with their patients is, We struggle with, or at least I struggle with, telling patients what they need to hear and then having the fear that if you tell these patients what they need to hear, they'll leave or they won't like you or they'll think you're mean because I've told people in the past what they needed to hear mouth-wise, tooth-wise, and then they said I was rude or mean. And maybe I said it rudely, but I'm rarely the one thing I do have is good bedside manner, and rarely am I mean to patients. Rarely, like once in a ten years, am I mean to patients, and I think all dental dentists struggle with this. They struggle with how do we communicate to patients what they need to hear, without them leaving and saying, "The last guy said I needed five crowns, and then having another dentist diagnose only three crowns to keep them," because you don't want to be in a position, and I'm here sometimes too where the only way you're maintaining new patients is if you're under diagnosing as a second opinion. So like we said in the beginning of this podcast, if a patient's coming in needing five crowns and the only way you can attract that patient by saying they need three crowns, you don't want to be that dentist. And I'm not being condescending to you if you're listening, if you are that dentist. Because I'm that dentist 75% of the time. But it's not a good position to be in. And I'll tell you why. If you're that dentist, then all of a sudden, you still have to diagnose those other two crowns. And if you don't diagnose the five crowns at the first visit, and then next year you diagnose the fourth crown, and then the second year you diagnose the fifth crown, two problems happen. The first obvious problem is that the decay gets worse. And now patients think, well, what the hell? All of a sudden I only had three crowns and now this fifth crown you diagnose has to be extracted? So you're committing malpractice, and I've done this, everyone's done this. You're committing malpractice by not telling people what they have right away. The second, maybe less obvious, is that people will start to get suspicious of you because now every time they come in, They need one more crown or one more filling or one more root canal when it wasn't found two years ago. So there's no easy way to solve this problem. If you read the book, what is it? The Speed of Trust by Stephen Covey. He talks about getting trust is the fastest way to gain people's business, to get them to become clients or patients. I don't have a way to gain people's trust. I don't have like the top three ways that you can gain people's trust. And I think people, to go back to LinkedIn, if they're giving you stupid advice like that, all they're trying to do is create content to get followers. And I don't think that content is valuable. I really think the only way you can gain people's trust is if if you treat them as humans. And if you treat them how you would treat your family or how you want yourself to be treated, you just listen to them. The fastest way I found people to trust me is that you somehow, some way, show them that you care. There's really no magic bullet to that. But if you show somebody that you care, I think they're more willing to trust you. And if they're more willing to trust you, then you'll have less problem presenting treatment down the road. I struggle with this all the time. I don't have a good answer for it. But you have to be able to endure the negative reaction you get from your patients when you tell them they need work. I know if you're having like a terrible day, the last thing you wanna do is have somebody like get upset or sigh or get mad at you for saying they have decay or need a crown. But just know that if you don't tell them now, they will be more upset with you if you tell them down the road and the problem is worse. So maybe this is just a podcast for myself to motivate myself to be better at this, but don't be afraid to tell patients what they have. And even more, don't be afraid if patients leave your office because you diagnose what they have. They have problems and they're paying you for a comprehensive exam to tell you their problems, even if they don't know that. So the best thing you can do is tell them their problems and then be okay with how they respond. All right, guys, so subscribe, like the podcast. If you need to reach out to me, it's again, it's 586-335-6833. I really appreciate everyone who's reached out to me recently for my last podcast, and I hope to hear from you guys soon. Thanks for listening.
0: Well, there you have it. Another great episode of Too Faced, the podcast, the other side of dentistry. Please follow us wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe to our YouTube channel for more content. And if you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, please reach out to us on Instagram at ToothFacedPodcast or email us at ToothFacedPodcast at gmail.com.